Hi, I'm Craig. And I'm Linda. And this is the Indie Travel Podcast at IndieTravelPodcast.com. This week it's episode 180 and it's a year in review. It is. It's a it's a whole new year. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. And Merry Christmas. Yes, sorry about that. We, we meant to say it. We just failed. <laughs> <laughs> so we hope you've had an awesome holiday season and that it's been incredible that you spent time with family and friends and that you're very happy to be in the new year. Yeah, or you spent time overseas and maybe had your first first Christmas and New Year's away. That's yeah. also very, very exciting. We did both. We we, <laughs> we spent time with family and friends and spent Christmas and New Year's overseas, so it's perfect. Yeah. That is the perfect solution. We highly recommend it. <laughs> it's all good. Yeah, so we spent, uh, spent the last couple of weeks here in Adelaide in South Australia, and it's been, well, it's just been so busy, hasn't it? Yeah, the weather has thankfully improved. We you know, we were here for three weeks while my sister was over in New Zealand showing off her baby, and the weather was shocking. We were hoping to spend a lot of time on the beach, but it just wasn't wasn't working. But over Christmas, it's been amazing. Um, we went away to Kangaroo Island after Christmas and uh, got back a couple of days ago. Spent New Year's here, and uh, soon we're planning on taking off again. Yeah, it's it's been amazing. Hey, don't forget, even though it is a new year, you can still help us by booking throwers and and keep us on the road and keep the Indie Travel Podcast getting better and expanding. Um, You can do that by booking your travels online, going through IndieTravelPodcast.com forward slash flights, forward slash hotels, forward slash hostels, and forward slash insurance. And we also have travel deals updating daily at slash deals, so check those out as well. You can also visit IndieTravelPodcast.com slash Amazon when shopping online now and when you're buying any presents for people for the future. Especially if you've forgotten to buy Christmas presents, that's a good way to do it. (laughs) (laughs) You can also get a free audiobook with a two-week trial from Audible through IndieTravelPodcast.com slash Audible or slash audiobook. Yeah, it's... uh... It's a cool thing if you've got a, a new toy for uh, for Christmas, if you've got a new iPod or Kindle or anything like that, uh, IndieTravelPodcast.com forward slash Audible. And uh, yeah, sign up for that two-week free trial and you can put a free audiobook right on there. Yeah, that's great. Especially if you're going to be traveling a bit on a bus or on a train, that's the mm, way to do that, it. That's when I listen to them. Yeah, me and too. And I listen to a lot. <laughs> so this week we're going to talk about what we've been up to this year and our plans for next year. Yeah, it's all about us. Yeah. So if you really don't like us that much, feel free to turn <laughs> off now. I know it happens. <laughs> Just if those destination guides, we understand. We are going we to be understand. talking about destinations. We're oh. going to be talking about all the destinations we've been to this year. <laughs> we sure are. We've been to 27 countries is it really in 27? 2010. Yeah. Wow. Um, oh, that's right, because been... 28 is our all-time record. Yeah. And we didn't make it. No, we didn't. Um, and when we're doing our country counts, we count each uh, each country of the United Kingdom as a separate country. So oh, um, yeah, so it's only 26. Okay, if... so we're two off our all-time count. Yeah, well, I think that 28 includes, you know. England, Scotland, and Wales. <laughs> so, well, anyway, I, I think of them as different countries. It might be because my parents are Scottish. So there's <laughs> a certain commitment to being separate from uh, from England. Yeah, fair enough. But, well, thirteen of these countries are brand new countries that we've never visited before. Yeah, and they're all real countries. They are. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, more than one new country every month. That's pretty good. That's crazy. We've been moving so fast this yeah, year. Yeah, this year was going to be a slow, slow year. We totally failed at that. Totally failed. <clears throat> so where have we been? Well, we started off in uh, in New Zealand, so we may as well talk about Oceania first. Um, it was a bit of a quiet year for uh, for poor old Oceania. Um, 
just in New Zealand, both North and South Islands. And then uh, here in Australia, we flew into Melbourne about a month ago, spent a couple of days there, and uh, caught up with some indie travel podcast listeners, did some couch surfing, um, caught up with, yeah, just a, f- a few old friends and some family, and then made the jump over here to South Australia. Yeah, we've been for um, quite some time. Yeah, but it's been, well, we spent three weeks basically holed up in, in Henley Beach, uh, looking at the waves crashing on the shore. And then um, we met Michelle, who is now one of our, our moderators on the Indie Travel Podcast Oceania community. And yeah, just met, met quite a few cool new people and sat behind our laptops for three weeks, more or less. Between Christmas and New Year's, we headed down to Kangaroo Island, where we've just got back from. And I think, um, well, why don't we next week, why don't we do a show on, on South Australia? Yeah, let's so, do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, let, let's stop here and go and talk about other places. And next week, we'll, we'll talk all about South Australia. So after New Zealand, we went to South America, which is my favourite place in the entire world, and I love it, and we're going back very soon. You reckon? Yes. Okay. <laughs> okay. So yeah, we flew into uh, to Santiago de Chile, uh, the capital, and uh, we're there the, while the earth moved under our feet, the fifth largest earthquake in uh, recorded history yeah, luckily of the we, world. We, luckily, we weren't in Santiago where the earthquake was felt quite strongly. We were in Puerto Varas, which is a very nice town on the lakes, mm. um, which, yeah, it was an it was a terrible experience, but it was an interesting experience to be, to be part of it. Mm. And I think that's made... That experience has made Chile really close to my heart, you know, to be there during one of the um, the major events in its history. Yeah. And um, to be there with a friend as well and to, to travel around and see what happened after after the earthquake. You know, I really yeah. enjoyed seeing how Chile came together and all the flags said Fuerza Chile and things like that. It was mm, really nice. That's amazing. So what was your, your Chile highlight? Pevere. Which is? Well, <laughs> Pevere has become part of my world. It's... Uh, it's just something, it's like a salsa, it's, it's food that you eat for dinner. It's made of tomatoes and onions and cilantro, coriander, depending on where you live, um, olive oil, lemon and chilli powder. And it's, it's, it's wonderful, it's just a very simple food that you can eat on bread and I've made it in maybe 20 countries this year. <laughs> so all my Chilean friends are very happy about that. But, you know, I take a piece of chilli with me. One of my friends calls me the, uh, the Pevre ambassador. <laughs> Smooth, smooth. I guess my highlight in Chile was the um, the stargazing tour we did up in San Pedro de Atacama. Yeah, if you're talking San, experiences, that was mine too. San Pedro itself felt very Disneyfied. Mm-hmm. Um, it was very, yeah, very, very kind of plasticky. About five tourists for every oh, one yeah. person that actually lived there. It didn't feel like Chile to me. No, it didn't. But this mad old Frenchman that does his stargazing tours and has set up a couple of dozen telescopes in his backyard, my goodness, that was a really fun evening. Yeah, and, it was so good. Um, just, yeah, just fantastic. Um, and we came from there through Bolivia and the Ioni Salt Flats they in the south so of Bolivia. Good. That was one of my highlights of South America. That was one of my highlights of the whole year, I think. Yeah, me too. Uh, was going through Bolivia and seeing that. Yeah, I was sick as a dog. I was so, <laughs> so sick. I think I was the sickest I was all year, and probably for the last three or four years. I just felt so bad. Yeah. But it was overshadowed by the beauty and the experience. And we were really lucky. There were four of us traveling together, and uh, a Jeep holds seven. So there was a driver, and then we had two Bolivians with us, which is quite cool, because most of the Jeeps were filled of just, just, you know, overseas tourists. So it was really nice to experience something with 
locals of the country. Mm. I think that was quite special for me yeah, as well. That was cool. It would yep. have been different to to be with other tourists. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, was was that your highlight of Bolivia? I'd say so. Yeah. yeah it was. It was one of my highlights of the year. I think yeah. it's fantastic. Well, we uh, also spent about. Uh, five to six weeks in Peru all yeah, up. Yeah, because we spent three weeks in Cusco. We did uh, Spanish lessons, mm. just two hours a day for three weeks. And I found that really good. Yeah. You know, I liked having the routine. You know, we'd, we'd get up in the morning, go and have Spanish, and then go out for lunch. And, yeah, it was just really good. Yeah, yeah, it was. It was cool. Um, but it certainly wouldn't be my highlight. I mean, the thing that I loved the best was... We only had about, I don't know, 48 hours there maybe, a little town called Chachapoyas, mm-hmm. which is... Oh my goodness, this, it was like 17 hours to get there and 17 hours away, and yeah. we spent, you know, about 24 hours. hours. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, but we, we heard about it just on a tip, it wasn't in uh, the guidebooks that we were using, and it's fantastic. It's go to amazing. go to Chachapoyas. Forget Machu Picchu. Complete waste of money. Complete waste of time. Not that you'd know because we didn't go because <laughs> we couldn't afford it, and because oh, we don't agree I, with I politics. Let's not get into it. I wouldn't pay long, for it. Long, if, long conversation. Yeah, <laughs> um, but yeah, go to Chachapoyas. Go up to the ruins of Quelap, um Do a hike around the third highest waterfall in the world. It's just this beautiful, beautiful place. Nice. The infrastructure for getting there is absolutely horrible. Um, some locals there said there's a lot of really dodgy politics around why they won't put in an airstrip up there so people can't fly in directly. Um, but it was get, an amazing experience to be there. It's so worth it. Go up to those uh, northern cities. It's it's down below Mancora, so it's probably about two-thirds of the way up. Uh, Trujillo and Chiclayo, two coastal cities. Amazing, amazing history. And then head inland um, to Chachapoyas and, yeah, do that instead of the south of Peru. Absolutely fantastic. All right, let's move on to Argentina. We spent quite a lot of time in Argentina as well. Mm-hmm. And one thing that I remember about Argentina was the people. We spent a lot of time with people there, yeah. and it was just amazing. I just got an email this morning from one of our friends from Argentina who we, we met while wine tasting in the center of the, t- of the country, and then we went and stayed with them in La Plata, which is near Buenos Aires. Mm. And they just totally looked after us. They, yeah. they took us to the museum. They took us out in their old car. It was just you know, we just had the best time. We went to her mum's house for dinner and we met his brother's, we went to his brother's birthday party and just, yeah. we were just part of the family while we were there. Yeah, it was good fun. Went out ten pin bowling and playing pool all night and all that crazy fun stuff. It was so it good. Was, it was, it was so good. great. We stayed up until eight o'clock in the morning looking for net. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the first time I've seen the sunrise in a long time. Yeah, but it was Only good. Only in Argentina. It was, it was so good. I have to say, my favourite thing in Argentina was when we... Gosh, it's all connected, isn't it? We came down through Ayuni, the salt flats in Bolivia, mm-hmm. to San Pedro de Atacama, where we had the amazing um, stargazing experience. Then we went east over the border to uh, Salta, mm-hmm. and that's where we met up with Lee from The Future is Red um, and her family. And we that just was amazing. had nice, a blast nice up there. Yeah. Um, yeah, American expats and, and bloggers that are that are living in Salta and setting up all sorts of creative projects. And mm-hmm. it was just really nice. We had a few days there, beautiful colonial township. And then we dropped south a couple of hours to uh, Cafachate, which is a wine region. Went tasting all around there and then drove back up through national parks. 
and that was... And then we went to Iguazu Falls, which you yeah. also loved, which is uh, amazing. We went across yeah. to, to Brazil yeah. just for the day. Just for the day. That's why that's why I was leaving. is my favourite thing to do in Brazil, <laughs> visit the Iguazu Falls. Yeah, that's definitely my best. Because it's was the awesome. only thing we did there. No, we also went to the, uh, the bird park. Oh, yeah, where the toucans <clears throat> bit my toes. If you go to the bird park... Near and Iguazu. <laughs> that was, the, that was the largest shit I've seen in a long time. It was a couple of liters of liquid. It, was <laughs> it wasn't disgusting. quite that much, but it was a lot. It was yeah. a lot. Hey, let's let's move on out of South America. Otherwise, we no. We won't... also have to be, mention Uruguay. Just I know. Quickly. It was amazing. Okay, it was great. We ate lots of meat. Yes, my favorite Uruguayan me- memory was the meal we had with uh, with friends and fam. With friend, Matias, yeah. Family of friends. Matias. <laughs> On the first night, um, yeah, Matthias picked us up from the from the bus station, uh, took us back to his house. We got there at about nine. He went out to the supermarket about ten. We started cooking at about eleven thirty and ate at one a.m. Yeah, and, and all it the was time such we were, good food yeah. and we had wine, so we're drinking all, that. And all the time we were going saw, through his dad's cellar. No, oh, yeah, we started with wine, and then his dad saw that we liked wine and just went right. <laughs> <laughs> brought up some really good Uruguayan wine, so that was our Uruguayan wine tasting. Yeah. And we just had a great time. It, it, was, awesome. it was fantastic. Um, and yeah, we had lots of other cool experiences in Uruguay, but that's the one that really yeah. really sticks out. So South America, Linda, if someone's going in there in 2011, out of the places we've been, what would be your pick? No, 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 no. That, no, come on, <laughs> choose one. It's so hard. Okay, the Uni Salt Flats. Oh, uni Salt Flats. Okay, um, I would... Yeah, I might agree with you. If you've got a week and you can easily get to to Salta and you're happy to hire a car and drive around, I'd say that loop of a couple of days in Salta, a couple of days down in Cafachate and driving back, looping out to the west around the National Park, um, that would be my pick as well. So if you've got two weeks, you could do both. (laughs) They're they're really, really close. Um, And you can pop into San Pedro at the same time. I reckon that's two weeks of brilliant experiences now we went to north america as well we did we spent First six time days forever. there <laughs> yeah had uh, had a great week in new york uh, at the the tibx which is the travel bloggers exchange conference uh, where i was speaking on a panel and gosh we got looked after so well yeah we had um, a great time there and we got to meet a lot of other travel bloggers and that was great fun uh, but and it was, some listeners it as well. Was even, I was going to say it was even better meeting up with some listeners yeah. um, just down on the riverside uh, with Christopher. And Christopher gave us his apartment for a few days while we were there. Thank you so much, Christopher. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> um, we just got, yeah. We just got loved on. It was we, amazing. We did. And we got our, our New York diner breakfasts and oh, yeah. went out with... Um, to yeah, to the pony with Christopher on our last afternoon. I think I remember that forever. That sitting lovely. there drinking our five dollar bottles. Um, well, they weren't bottles. They, they were all they were all draft. Yeah. And and getting craft beer in New York for five bucks a glass is fantastic. something I never expected. Amazing, yeah. amazing. And it was we did so much in New York. It was amazing. But we need to move on back to Europe. So we spent three months in Europe. Yeah. And um, we arrived in order to attend the wedding of Craig's cousins and mm-hmm. we're so glad that they got married because they're such lovely people and they've always been so nice to us and so yeah. we're really happy to see them tying the knot finally and it was a beautiful day Gosh, it was funny because so all the hot. Scottish people were saying oh I wish it would just rain <laughs> <laughs> like 35 degrees in, in West London and they look great in Surrey it was, just, it was just a really really lovely day so we went to England we visited Scotland 
Yeah, we hopped across to France where yep. we um, stayed in Wink Launch's chalet and we yeah. saw the Tour de France go past. And uh, Chalet Belena up and yeah, that was that, that was, was just cool. If you're on. looking for somewhere to go go skiing or go hiking, then Chalet Belena yep. is a great pick. Um, such a nice little town with local cheeses, local wines. Yep. You're home. And we hopped up to Switzerland where we, uh, my highlight of Switzerland was... Um, going down the river in Bern. Mm-hmm. It was hot, hot, hot. And we were with an old student of mine who was just totally looking after us. And yeah, we had to walk up the river, hop in the river. The river was flowing really fast and it took us down a couple of k's back to our starting point. Yeah. That was amazing. Now, being able to do this in a European capital is pretty special. It's like, amazing. You know, you jump in a river in some places out in the wilderness and float down and walk back, all well and good. But to do it in the capital, you're floating down towards the parliament buildings it and so everything. Cool. <laughs> it was yeah, it was just fantastic. I really enjoyed when we were there being over in the West in Geneva and catching up with um, nice. old friends from church who, yeah, haven't really seen since... Since we lived with them in St. Albans. 2006 yeah. or something like that. And it was great to meet their baby, who was very, very cute. Yeah, of course, as, as babies tend to be. <laughs> All right, so after Switzerland, we went up to Germany where we finally, finally got to Berlin, which we are in love with. Berlin is Berlin amazing. Berlin is amazing. We like it. Yeah. You should go there. <laughs> yes, and we got definitely. to meet up with all sorts of cool people, like our friend Claudia, who we met on the West Highland Way, and yep. Benny, the Irish polyglot. That was really cool. And um, yeah, and a couple of other people. Who else did we meet up with? Oh, we met up with uh, some of my old students, like, oh, yeah. uh, like Momo. That was nice. And uh, yeah, it was just, it was full of people and full of cultural experiences and, and all lashed together with, with history. Yeah, and, it was nice. Um, yeah. And really, then, really cool. Then we headed over to, to Belgium with a quick stop on the way to meet my um, imaginary friend Andreas, which was cool. <laughs> yeah. He's not quite so imaginary anymore. No, no. And uh, yeah, in Belgium we stayed in the castle, which was so cool. Yeah. It was great to yeah. meet Tom again because we met him on the Camino de Santiago. Yeah, we met this, uh, met this guy Tom on the Camino a couple of years ago, 2008 I think it was, then or beginning of 2009? 2008. 2008, right. And then, so we... You know, it's it's one month, it's a thousand Ks, we're doing this hike, and for about two weeks we were walking with Tom, and we'd see him two out of three nights, as we kind of coincided yeah, yeah. Uh, along the way, and yeah, when we are coming back, he said, oh, you know, come stay with me, um, it'll, it'll be fun, and he was castle-sitting for the Duke of Flanders. <laughs> yes, you do. <laughs> so it was hilarious. So we got to, to stay in the castle me. for a week. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Tom said to Craig, come stay in the castle. And Craig's like, all right. And so we showed up and Tom goes, all right, let's go to the castle. And Craig's like, there is a castle? I'm like, what castle is this? Tom was like, yeah, yeah, we're staying in a castle. I'm like, oh my goodness, it's a castle. It was so much fun. Oh, it was so much fun. Uh, so from there we went up to the Netherlands where we met um, our old student Floor yeah. and her partner Brick here, yeah. whose name I finally learned how to spell. Well done. Well done. <laughs> and yeah, they're up hiking right now around India and Kathmandu and Nepal. Yeah, and so we're going to meet up with them so in Asia, jealous. but we are now in Australia, so it didn't work out. Yeah. And they, they just... Dutched all over us. <laughs> yes. They made sure we had a very, very Dutch time. It was awesome. Yeah. Um, from there, we, we got into some new countries up in Scandinavia. We went through Denmark, into Sweden, and into Norway. And we met some amazing people through there as well. Yeah, we're we surfing the whole way, and everyone was awesome. Yeah. Everyone was awesome. We just had the best time, yeah. you know. We played uh, Swedish travel games. We went walking around Copenhagen. We 
went berry picking in in the forests of Norway. Or just everything. Everything was amazing. Yeah. It was yeah. It was the reason couch surfing exists. Yeah. Um, we just had wonderful hosts who uh, mainly had time for us, so we got to yeah go and do all these weird, fun cultural experiences and. But at the same time, we were just fitting in with with their life. Yeah, um, no, it's so good. And it was it was just great. Uh, we met uh, Sam from Travelers Point as well. That and, was nice. Yeah, and uh, Oslo. It's just yeah, that lots of people. This year yeah. has been definitely characterised by people. For yeah, me. that's what's made it really really special. All right, so from Norway, we flew down to Spain, <laughs> where we didn't know it, but um, we were flying to Valencia at the time of the La Tomatina Tomato Throwing Festival. Now, we didn't have any plans to go, because we'd never, we would never have booked flights to go to that. It's not our kind of festival, but we just happened to be there at the time. So at about midnight the night before, we decided, yes, we were going to go. So we went, and we were right in the middle of the action. Yeah. It was amazing. We had a great time. You know, I, I don't think I'll ever do it again. I mean, me and 45,000 of my closest friends, <laughs> <laughs> I don't really need that experience too often. Lots of people were hyperventilating. They found it too much. Yeah. But um, it was good. It was good for once, and yeah. yeah, it was a lot of fun. And we got to meet up with all sorts of cool travel bloggers, like Dave mm. Dean and and a whole bunch of other ones. And what was cool about meeting Dave is that we've now met him in three continents and about five countries. So it's cool. It's yeah, really cool. It's, it was great. Um, and yeah, I mean, I don't know, maybe La Tomatina's kind of passed it, I think. I don't know. Like, there were just... There were just too, too many people. Too many people, not enough organisation, not enough tomato. It had just... It was good. It know. was good for the people who were in the middle of the action, but yeah. that could only be about five thousand people. Yeah, more than that, and you can't like you're off on the side streets. We we knew where we needed to go when we got there, and we yeah. were there. And um, but so many people were didn't even see a tomato. Yeah. Or one person I was talking to as we were leaving, she said, "Did you even get to throw a tomato?" And she wasn't far from the action either. Yeah. She had lots of tomato all over her, but she didn't actually get to pick up a tomato and throw it yeah. because there were just too many people kind of moving around. So that was a real pity. Yeah. So, so I don't I, think I'd recommend people go. Mm-hmm. I'm glad I went, but I think in future years it's just going to get bigger and bigger and bigger and less and less fun, you know? Yeah. But Valencia might be a, might be a returning point. It was and awesome. It's a beautiful, beautiful city. And surprisingly, because we went to Barcelona for the first time, I was expecting to, to love Barcelona. Like, it appears in all these top five cities you must visit in Europe or... It's a lovely you know? town. It's a very, very nice city, but I just... It didn't have the It didn't the spirit. Me. Yeah, yeah. No. Like, when we were on the trains, everyone was sad, and, you know, and like no one was smiling, mm. and that makes a big difference to me. Yeah, yeah, I, I think we'll be heading back to Valencia, but we probably won't be, be we'll stopping be spending or spending time much time in Barcelona. in Barcelona. It was nice, though. It was a very nice mm, place to visit, and there were many beautiful buildings which yeah. we really liked yeah now we popped over to Austria and, and got back into uh, to Vienna even though we Vienna. we didn't really we were staying out in the burbs uh, doing some teaching work and so we didn't really get a chance to to see Vienna um, and then we popped down to Italy to a little town called Udine which we've been to a couple of times now yeah and it's really cool, but we remembered how frustrating Italy is. Oh, my goodness. How we never... Every time we go, it's like, oh, that was so beautiful. My God, I never want to go back. Yeah, I love Italy. <laughs> Italy is amazing. The food is great. The people are lovely, but it is blindingly frustrating. <laughs> yeah. If you're trying to do anything at all, if you're trying to catch a train, if you're trying to use the internet, anything, just just, just go there and relax, but don't try to do anything. Yeah, no tight timetables in Italy. Yep. <laughs> Hey, from there we jumped down to uh, to Asia and really had our first 
couple of months exploring around Southeast Asia. Yeah, we had the plan to spend a lot more time there, but now we're, we're heading home for a little bit. So we only had two months. We started with five days in Malaysia, um, just in Kuala Lumpur. So we weren't really trying to do too much because we have been there before. And then we, um, we hopped up to Ho Chi Minh City in Vietnam, where we stayed with a Kiwi family in the city. And they were really lovely. They really yeah. looked after us. Then we went down to Muay Ne, which is a beach town. And uh, that was one of our stopping points. We were there for three weeks. And we tried to get as much work done as we could. <laughs> it was good. It was really nice. But uh, the electricity cutting out with um, remarkable <laughs> rapidity. Yeah, didn't... <laughs> one, one or two days a week. Most weeks we had no electricity. Which was yeah, quite, there was one day that was funny. quite memorable where it went out early in the morning. I think it was still on when I woke up, but uh, I hadn't plugged in the laptop. So that, that ran out of batteries yeah. pretty quickly. And then it was out all day into the night. So we went out for a coffee and we... We got caught in the rain, so to walk home in the rain, it was this big adventure, coming home, climbing over fences, and yeah, it was awesome. That was good, especially after um, yeah an afternoon of playing pool until it got too dark to see. Yeah, that was great. Because there were no lights, of course, so yeah. we, we sat there drinking some beer and then some cognac, and it just great. got darker and darker, and then we had to make our way home through, through knee-deep water, yeah. <laughs> through people's backyards. It yeah. was hilarious. It was so much fun. Um, but yeah, I really, uh, really recommend visiting that part of Vietnam in the south. Um, Ho Chi Minh City and Muay Ne were both really good tours. And yeah, just just go. It was nice. We would have liked to have gone north, but we didn't have time. So we just headed across to Cambodia. We didn't have any problems crossing the border. It was no, good. We just bought a ticket. And it was great. Um, we went to Phnom Penh, where we stayed with a lovely Lithuanian couple. Mm. And uh, one of my highlights of Phnom Penh was cycling around the city with them. And I'm not the best cyclist, so it's always a bit of a challenge for me. But I found it quite safe, even though I'm cycling through these really, really dangerous streets where people are careening along and cars and tuk-tuks and motorbikes and, and other bikes and everything. Yeah. Everyone was really aware of people on the road. And sometimes you had to grind to a halt in the middle of a roundabout, but that was all right. <laughs> <laughs> so that was really fun. And uh, yeah, we also did, we went to the palace. We went to the S21 um, mm, it's kind of a genocide museum. Genocide museum. That was really sad, but very meaningful. Mm. Uh, we saw some movies at yeah. the Meta House um, based yeah. around the, uh, the Khmer Rouge regime and, and the effects of that as well as one yeah. on HIV, which is quite interesting. We just published, I think, last week or sometime around Christmas, um, a, a list of things to do in Phnom Penh, which basically recounts some of the fun stuff mm. we did. So. Have a look at that. Go uh, go to ITP and uh, go slash Asia slash Cambodia, and you'll be able to find that, that mm-hmm. article right there. Yeah. Uh, and then we went up to Batambang. That was awesome. And Batambang is cool. It's this little provincial capital, and there's nothing to do there. Nothing to um, do in town, but you but, can do a tuk-tuk tour. Yeah. And that's what you do. Go for two nights. We found best tuk-tuk guide ever. He was yeah. great. What was his name? Ah. Uh, can't remember off the top of my head. Well, he took us around, and we just piled everything into one day. We went and went on the bamboo train. We went to a winery. We went to visit a temple, and we also went to see one of the killing fields. It's a cave where um, people were killed during the Khmer Rouge regime. So it was just this crazy mix of things you can do: touristy activities, historical kind of places to see, and it was just. Yeah. Really amazing. Yeah. Now, I really enjoyed um, the vibe in Siem Reap, even though I don't normally like backpacker towns, but I really enjoyed the vibe in Siem Reap and, of course, the Angkor Wat Historical Park. That was amazing. All of the temples there were fantastic. But 
for some reason, I'm going to recommend if you only have a couple of days in Cambodia, go to Batambang. Really? It's a pain in the butt to get there. Um, we went on a very bumpy bus trip up from Phnom Penh, and then we caught a boat from there to Siam Reap. Which was also um, highly recommended. But, yeah, there was just something quirky, unusual, really different about it that... Yeah. That just makes me smile every time I think about it. Yeah, that's right. And um, yeah, it, it, I don't know. That's that's, that's going to be my pick. Maybe just because it's different and unusual. But mm-hmm. every time I think about Padangbang, I I think happy thoughts. That's nice. So from Siem Reap, which we where we spent a few days and we met up with some friends, which was really nice. We went across to Bangkok because that was the easiest place to get to. We we're thinking about going up into Laos, but it, transport was difficult mm. to come by. So we went across to Bangkok and we hooked up with the stray tour. We did the Tom Yum tour from Bangkok back to Bangkok. Yeah. And uh, we started off with a... We just had one night in Bangkok before we left by train. We had a train trip up to Sukhothai, where we saw the ancient capital. Then we went all the way up to Chiang Mai. We went up with a whole bunch of travel bloggers, including Dave Dean. <laughs> it was nice. That was great. We liked Chiang Mai. We really wanted Chiang, to spend more time yeah, there. At the moment, especially, I think, um, there's a couple called Jack and A who are up there. And there are American expats um, and travel bloggers who have moved there. And them, together with uh, Kyle and Bessie from uh, On Our Own Path and a couple of others, they've just, uh, like Canvas of Light, Daniel from there, they've created this really interesting kind of creative mix of people who are all writers, bloggers, photographers, filmmakers. And... um, they seem to be kind of the core group at the moment, but we'd um, love to go and yeah. join in. <laughs> it was just just even spending a couple of days there was fun, but there are people that go there for a couple of months and just join this yeah. kind of cool little community. So it's it's lovely. Yeah, it's it's somewhere to go, especially if you're into that whole kind of photography and writing scene mm-hmm. or or filmmaking. And there's just this little. It's not quite a, it's nowhere near a commune, but it's just this really... Community, basically. You know, yeah. I mean, we we shut down a restaurant while we were there because we just <laughs> filled it. Um, it was good. There's a lot of people. So from there we went across to Laos, and we like Laos. Oh, it's nice. fantastic. It was really cool. We, we weren't so enamored with the food, but we really loved the countryside, and the people were really nice. Mm. We would have loved to have spent more time in Luang Prabang, but uh, sadly we had to move on. Yeah, we recommend you never, ever go to Vang Vien, <laughs> yep. but uh, that's okay. <laughs> but, and, yeah, I'd, I'd love to do more hiking up there, I think, up around uh, Nongkiao, and there's some national parks up in the north that we passed through that were just amazing looking, and it would have been so fantastic to have maybe do a couple of one-week trips and, and do some hiking. Yeah, um, we just need more time. Yeah. That's it. Life is too short. But yeah, Laos definitely, you know, right up there. Right up there. And, and the, from there, we went back to to Thailand by train, yeah. and we just had a few days. We met up with my dad, which is really awesome. Mm, it was nice. That was to, fun. Yeah, that was cool. Yeah. And uh, then we flew down here to Australia. Yeah, we did. Um, thinking of Bangkok, actually, I really didn't like the the tourist area oh, of gosh. Bangkok. Uh, around Kosan Road. Road and things. Not nice. So the things that we did to get away, we did um, a half-day historical Bangkok bike tour with uh, Grasshopper, I think they were mm-hmm. called. Yeah, Grasshopper. Uh, and that was really, really cool. And then the next day we went up um, to Ayutthaya, which is one of the other old capitals, along with Sukhothai. Um, I think it was Chiang Mai, then Sukhothai, then... Ayutthaya and then Bangkok yeah, with like a that. 
the historical kind of capitals. Um, and yeah, we we did a like a historical tour around all the ruins and the watts and things around there. Yeah, we did that by bike, and then we had a boat tour as well with lunch. And yeah, that was with Dayutia Boat and Travel. Boat and Travel, yeah. And gosh, they were two great they were half amazing. day thing. I mean, the the boat thing because we had lunch out there. That kind of it was a whole day trip, even though it was mm-hmm. really only three quarters of a day. Um, but yeah, wow, fantastic. Awesome. Um, great things to do if the city life of Bangkok really isn't your thing. So oh. yeah, we've had an amazing year. It's been fantastic, hasn't it? It has. It's been an amazing year. Um, we were we were talking the other day, and I was saying to Linda that I felt like 2010 really felt like a lot of work at times, but gosh, we've done so many cool things. So yeah, many cool great. things. Um, also on the site, it's been really great. Lots of new changes, lots of developments. so much. Yeah, Indie Travel Podcast it just keeps getting bigger and bigger and the more people that come on board the more fun it is yeah so thanks to you thanks guys and, <laughs> it's it's so cool yeah we've got lots and lots of new listeners um so thanks to everyone that's joined us this year you know this time last year i think we were getting around seven thousand to ten thousand people a month uh coming to the website and checking things out now we're getting about twenty five thousand a month and that's amazing that's just so cool. So thanks to everyone that's that's referred a friend or people with websites that have given us links, people that have uh, given us reviews in iTunes. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just the more people that come on board, the more fun this becomes because yeah. we just get all these emails from yeah, people. Yeah, so good. And like, it's so good meeting up with people yeah. as well. Like, that's been really, really great this year, meeting up with heaps of listeners and yeah. getting to know people who listen to us. You know, I think it was amazing when we were in New York and we are talking with Christopher and he said, we we're talking about coffee and he said, oh yeah, yeah, I know your favourite coffee is a flat white and we never talked about that in person but I'd said something about it on, on the, the podcast yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it's great you know to to meet up with people who know about us and to actually get to know about you guys yeah yeah it's so cool uh we also launched our first big uh big ebook the art of solo travel uh by stephanie lee uh which you can check out at artofsolotravel.com um and just the the few months since we've launched it it's sold over 150 copies which is hopefully 150 more women travelers out there who've you know got the got the encouragement and, and the planning help to to get out and travel so yeah. we're really excited about that and um yeah i'd much rather do something useful and and niche rather than something big and you know it's just yeah. it just feels cool this year we've also started the indie travel podcast community which has over 200 members in around a month which is so good it's awesome it's so good and there are some great conversations happening and it's really nice like again to to hear what you guys are having to say yeah so um it's yeah. got a really nice friendly vibe as well it so does and that's what we're hoping to, to hold i mean something like lonely planets uh thorn tree forum has hundreds of thousands of members but it gets so snarky and unfriendly at times so while we wouldn't mind having hundreds of thousands of members um be nice (laughs) it's really cool people are genuinely helpful and friendly and it's lovely it's so so cool also team indie travel has now loaned 425 us dollars to entrepreneurs and small businesses in honduras rwanda cambodia ghana togo and tanzania through kiva which is so exciting yeah we really like it and we heard recently that kiva's actually run out of loans to make they did for a little while yeah over christmas <laughs> which is awesome for them it's so good yeah but um yeah if you're keen to to loan money to micro businesses then come and join us at kiva.org slash team slash indie travel yeah that's um 
yeah, we're just excited about the chance to to give together and see what a difference our our community can make. Cause, yeah. Oh, we love Kiva. It's amazing. Yeah, especially as you're traveling, you you see how a little bit of money can go a long way to to help someone's life and. And this is a way not to donate, but to help fund businesses that wouldn't otherwise be able to get loans. And yeah, it's just just really cool. Well, what about next year? What are we doing? Wow, it's going to be busy. (laughs) Um, Now, I I wrote this up on the the uh, the cafe in the community. So if you go to indietravelpodcast.com forward slash forum, there's uh, there's a thread there if you want to jump on board and tell us about your 2011 travel plans. But we are going to be going here, from here, from Adelaide, up to Alice Springs. We're Yay. going overland. And it'll be our first time in Northern Territory. Well, my first time, my anyway. My first time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then uh, we're jumping down to Melbourne and down to Christchurch, New Zealand. We'll spend about a month in the South Island. Head back up to Auckland. We'll spend a couple of months. Um, it's going to be my 30th birthday come June. So um, Congratulations. Thanks. You can see the grey hairs already falling falling out they're not falling <laughs> out <laughs> um, they're just adorning your head prettily I see yes the, the silver wolf um, <laughs> <laughs> so it's going to be my 30th uh, in June so the plan is to, to be in Auckland for that and celebrate that with, with friends and family and then we're going to be heading up to South America as soon as we can pull the money together yay um, want to go up to Colombia and spend a few months there mm-hmm. Now, because 2010 was such a fast travel year, like 26 countries in 12 months, it's crazy. Our resolution is to try and spend three months in two cities this does, year. Does Auckland count? That's Yeah, so Auckland's going to be one of them and probably somewhere in Colombia. Yeah. Um, yeah, I've heard great things about Medellin, but there are, there are other cities around. So we'll get there and sniff things out. And hopefully find somewhere to stop for three months. That's mm-hmm. that's the goal. Yeah. That's the goal. And, uh, yeah, we'll probably explore South America for, for most of the second half of the year and wait until it becomes Northern Hemisphere spring again. And, uh, <laughs> Before taking off to Spain. Make a jump up to Europe. Yeah. I mean, 2012, if, gosh, everything will change. But at the moment, the plan is... <laughs> Spend a few months in Spain and then overland across North Africa into the Middle East, then through the Middle East into Central Asia, and then from Central Asia either drop down the the Indian Peninsula, um, down through India, Sri Lanka, or to keep going over a bit further and drop back down through Southeast Asia. There's so, so many options, but that's that, next year, not this year, so we yeah. have to think about that later. Yeah, so um, but that's that's the plan so far is, yeah, God knows what will happen, though, because we change our plans every couple of hours. <laughs> not very good at keeping to things. No, Well, back on the podcast not. side of things, we've almost finished the manuscript for a new ebook, The Art of Couples Travel, which will share everything we've learned about maintaining a relationship on the mo- on the road for the last five years and fifty countries. Yeah, it's, which is not bad. Not bad going. It's not bad. They reckon if you can travel with your partner, then then you're set. And um, hopefully, we can we well, can we share some of, like each other. some of our advice for, yes. for staying sane while living in each other's pockets and going through all the stresses of travel. Mm-hmm. And we'll also have chapters and stories from other couple travel bloggers and a special section on the specific difficulties gay couples can find themselves in while traveling. Yeah, because... Uh, Not one that we've experienced firsthand. No, but we've heard some... Well, not horrific stories, but some pretty rough stories. It's just a um, different, different story, isn't it? It is, especially in places like South America and some areas in Asia. Mm-hmm. 
Um, yeah. It's so, a different world. Yeah, so we'll be, be including that because I think that'll be a really useful resource. We'll also be growing the community and pushing our Kiva team to keep learning because, as you know, we really love Kiva. Um, and we've got some fun plans around that, and we're looking forward to seeing them come to life. Yeah, it's it's going to be cool. It's going to be cool. Hey, um, one thing I'm wanting to do with the video, because we've been producing a lot more video in the second half of this year. because I'm awesome. Um, we want to make it easier to get to. So we'll be setting up a specific podcast feed um, that will just be HD video. And you'll be able to stream that onto your, your Apple TV or um, through Miro or through iTunes, whatever you want. Uh, we'll have that specifically for the HD video. And I'm trying to work in a deal through the Travel Podcast Network to get us on digital TV channels in the United States. So if you've got a Roku box or something like that, uh, we're, we're trying to get the ITP video right to you there. So it's an exciting year ahead, yeah. both for travel and for ITP and for you hopefully as well. Yeah. But it's already been an incredibly long episode, so I think we're going to have to finish <laughs> it are. up there. Talk about us, we just keep talking. <laughs> <laughs> Smooth. Hey, do come by IndieTravelPodcast.com slash community, sign up for a free account, and in the forums under the cafe, um, come and tell us about your 2011 travel plans. There's a, a thread open there, and if you've got any questions about traveling around the world or any particular destinations ask uh, chime in because there's already a couple of hundred people there willing to help you out that's right well that's us for this week until next week travel well